What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by two people that are energetic, that are excited, that are passionate to be here. We've got on one hand, we've got the wolf, Mr. De Silva. Hello, Cole. What's going on, everybody? I'm super excited for this one today. This is going to be a very energetic podcast. All right. We got a little ball of fucking energy that's just going to fucking fuck your guys' ears up and be a good time. Coming at you from Victoria, British Columbia, standing four foot three inches tall, Carissa Scott. What is up, you guys? I'm so fucking excited to be here. <laughs> it's the insults that you don't know are coming. Those are the ones that really get you. Always. It's uh, five foot three and a half for the record. Sorry. Now, enough about us. Let's talk about Carissa. Hey, Cole? Yeah, 100%. I'm super excited for this one. Let's get into Carissa. So the title of the podcast obviously has drawn a lot of people in, especially a lot of moms that are like, really, I feel like there's a lot of moms that want to do well for their family, right? They want to do well for their kids. So Carissa, tell me a little bit about your story. Like, where were you born and raised? Let's go like way back. So my story, I was born and raised in Squamish. So on the mainland, actually not. Actually, if we go way back. So I was really thinking about this when you asked me this question, like when I was born my parents lived in a camper so like we weren't even at the trailer park at this point it was a fucking camper in a campground so that was in Campbell River so on Vancouver Island when I was before I was one years old we moved to the mainland which is where we moved into our first trailer park so that was a fucking upgrade at the time right we were in a trailer park we got a double wide like I got a bedroom we're fucking set so that was like basically how I was raised we moved from about from that trailer park into about nine other different trailer parks I didn't know why at the time but it was because my dad's grow ups kept getting busted at all of our trailer parks and then Crazy. we had to move and so yeah it was just a lot of, of fuck around and eventually when I was nine we moved back to Vancouver Island where we lived in another trailer but this time it wasn't in the trailer park so big fucking upgrade there of course right and I lasted until I was about 16 years old until I was just fed up with the trailer life completely and then that's when I moved out on my own dude I actually did not know that you lived in trailers your whole life all of it wow crazy so many trailers cool you were the same way too yeah 100 percent. i think it's like you learn a lot from people like recently i feel like the event brought like a bunch of shit out from a bunch of people we didn't know like i didn't know you lived in trailers at all either and i grew up in one as well like we were in small house and then we moved into a double wide trailer and then we almost went bankrupt my entire family so we ended up being in a camper for a little while and like doing different things and then moving to another broken down shitty house as well so i know exactly how that fucking lifestyle is 100 percent. right yeah that's a big part of where I come from. And a big part of my motivation is like just never, ever, ever, ever looking at another trailer again. I feel that in my bones though. And I feel the exact same way. I remember I was born and raised at same story. You guys, like I came from a trailer park and I really do think now that we're talking about this, it's, I think it's super funny. We talked about this a little bit at the event as well, but I think that like when you go through something like that, when you like live in like really, really like just like adverse circumstances, it like shows you what the, like that side of life really does look like. And I think it gives you the power to live on the other side. Like it really does give you the power 
power and like the hunger. Cause like, I don't know about you, Carissa, I don't want to speak for you or you call, but like for me, like a big part of my motivation when I was getting my business started is like, I'm never fucking going back. Exactly. Never, never. So let's talk about fitness. So what got you started in fitness? Like, were you always like running around or like, were you always working out or like, what was your, like, how'd you get started in fitness? So this is kind of funny because through all of these like trailer park lives, my dad's selling drugs, but my mom is like the fitness lady of the town. So my mom's been a personal trainer for like over 30 years now, since before personal trainers were even personal trainers, they were called weight room instructors when she first got certified. So she's been doing crazy. Yeah. Like why? And so I actually, I hated fitness. I fucking hated it. I thought it was the lamest thing ever. My mom did it. It was so lame. Fitness in my mind made us enough money to live in the trailer park. So my whole life, it was like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to be a personal trainer. I actually had no desire to ever be a personal trainer. My mom taught aerobics at all of my elementary schools. And I remember just hiding in the bathroom, like crying with embarrassment because I was like, fuck this. I hated it. And then once I got to high school, I got to grade nine. My principal sat me down and a meeting with my mom and they said, Carissa, you only showed up for seven gym classes in all of grade eight. And that's not enough to pass. And I was like, well, and they're like, you're getting A's in all your other classes, but you will not show up to gym class. I hated it. I didn't want anything to do with physical activity. And so that's when I discovered learn at home gym, which basically meant that if I signed up through for PE through like the learn at home board, I was able to go to the gym and just walk on the treadmill and nobody would talk to me for an hour. And I would just be able to play on my phone and I would get marked as PE class. So that got me out of like having to play sports and be active. And all I would do is I would go to the gym for an hour every single day and I would walk on the treadmill and I would play on my phone. And that was like for five years, probably that was like, crazy. Yeah. Holy it was just like me avoiding fitness altogether, but pretending to my mom that I was being fit. So I would just go and walk on the treadmill. And eventually when I was walking on the treadmill all of those days, I started to observe obviously a lot of things around the gym. And I started to like notice like the physique goals that I could achieve if I started lifting weights. I started to notice women with big booties and like waistlines who were trimming down and muscle on their shoulders and their arms and their backs. And I was like, oh my God, that's what I want to look like. And so that like inspiration of just like standing there trying to avoid exercise, but then seeing those physique goals was what kind of like sparked my like, oh, I could lift weights while I'm here. And that would make me look better rather than just wasting time walking on the treadmill. Dude, I'm like, I'm listening to this and I feel like I'm like getting inspired listening. That makes me so happy. So fucking cool. That's so cool. And it's almost, it's, you know, it's funny is I feel like when you were walking the treadmill, you didn't actually know that you were secretly being brainwashed into loving fitness. That was it. hundred percent. I think that was it. Yeah. It was like all those days just walking on the treadmill. I would be eating chocolate bars, walking on the treadmill. Like I was just doing my fucking <laughs> there for no reason other than to pretend I was there. Like that's actually super fucking funny. That's cool. I didn't know that was your inspiration, but it makes a lot of sense. Like spending that much time just sitting there in the gym, walking on the treadmill, like watching everybody work on their bodies like that's got to be a pretty inspiring thing and i'm glad it motivated you that's cool it was yeah 100%. so you go from like okay so now this like gives you this like hunger and this passion for fitness and you know you've seen your mom who was personal training but you told yourself like i don't want to do that because like that like, leads to the trailer park like when did that shift for you and when did you decide that you wanted to be a personal trainer so when i was 18 so that was grade nine i started walking on the treadmill that lasted all through high school almost it was about grade 12 where i really decided like I started noticing those muscly women and I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to have muscles. I want that. So I'm going to spend my time in the gym lifting weight rather than walking on the treadmill. So then I decided that I could compete in my first bikini competition because I was already naturally quite lean. I was looking at all these bikini athletes and I was like, I look like that. So within like six months of working out, I was like, that's what I look like. I could do that hundred percent. And so it just seemed like a really achievable goal for me. Right. So I hired my first coach because I thought that's why you had to do a fitness competition. And my first coach, she put me on like an insanely restrictive diet. I remember the meal plan to this day 
it was every single morning I was eating cream of wheat. Then I would have a hard boiled. Then I would have a hard, oh, cream of wheat with egg whites in it. There was a fucking hard boiled egg. Then lunchtime was a salad with tilapia fish, which is not even a real fucking fish. Doesn't even swim anywhere. Fucking dinner was the same thing. Rice, vegetables, tilapia fish. And it was like every single day, that exact same thing for 20 weeks. So, oh um, my God. Yeah, 20 weeks. I ate the same thing every single day, all day. And then by the end of that 20 weeks, I was so depressed that I didn't want to get out of bed. My show was coming up, but I didn't want to fucking do it because I was so depressed. I had like hardly had any carbs. I ended up going to the doctor. This is when I was 17, 18 years old. And the first thing that he did was tell me I need to be on antidepressants because I'm obviously clinically depressed and fucked up. So they prescribed me with antidepressants. I go home. I think to myself, I haven't had a cheeseburger in 20 weeks. Like, I don't need these antidepressants. I need a fucking cheeseburger. (laughs) So I got rid of the antidepressants. Since I never took them, I ate a cheeseburger instead. And then it was kind of okay for a little while because I started to eat again, but I felt like a failure because I never ended up doing that first show. I yeah. fired that coach because she made me depressed. It was like, yeah. I, well, I allowed myself to get depressed. And then I felt like a failure. So it was about a year after firing that coach that like actually a really well-respected athlete around our area asked me, it was like, are you training for a competition? And I, I wasn't. And, but that was enough to spark in my head to be like, I could be training for another competition. Maybe I could do this a better way this time. So this time I decided to coach myself. This is 2015. I decided I was going to coach myself. But the thing is, I still didn't know how to do it without being super restrictive because that's all I had ever learned before. Right. So yeah, yeah. I coached myself into my first fitness competition in 2015. I won first place. They advanced me to yeah category yeah I got my pro card. So yeah. That was the best. I didn't know that either. Really? Did, Cole, you didn't know that either? No, what are you, like, what is your pro card? NPAA bikini athlete. How do we not know these what things the about fuck? you? Because this is the thing. So that was the best moment of my life for like one hour. And then after the show, because I didn't have a coach, I didn't know how to reverse diet. I didn't know how to do anything. Oh, so what I do, I went out for dinner with my parents and my dad and my Nana and like the unhealthiest people in the world. I got a pulled pork sandwich, yam fries, and a beer. After dieting for 20 weeks, I ate all three of those things and I just puked for the whole night, all night, all I did was throw up. And then, yeah, the next day I felt like super shitty and sick. And so that's when my eating disorder started. It was like right there. So that day I was so sick and like, I was like, fuck, I ate way too much. Now I got to stop again. So then I stopped eating shitty food and then that would last for like a week or two. And then I would feel so deprived that I was like, all of the things that I would think about eating throughout the week, like all of my favorite foods, like pizza, for example, pulled pork sandwiches, for example, fucking ice cream, all these things. I would just stack them until my cheat day came and then Sunday would come and I'd be like pizza I need pulled pork I need fucking five boxes of cereal I need this and I need that and I need the other thing and then literally it became to the point where every Sunday I would eat until I puked for 24 hours I'd puke for 24 hours and then I'd starve myself for a week then I'd eat for 24 hours puke for 24 hours starve myself for seven days crazy just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at TheRealBrianMark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at TheRealBrianMark, and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. 
I'm like, I'm so into this right now. Cole, are you into this? I'm fucking like into this. Well, like I knew a little bit of that because you told me at the gym, but I did not know that it was that intense, girl. That's like very, very fucking polarizing story and obviously shows why we we didn't know what was going on with that because I fucking didn't know that you were a pro. I didn't know that you fucking went through all that shit. And I'm fucking amped that you're opening up about it right now. Because yeah, thank really you so good. much. I appreciate that. I feel like it's almost like you probably resented the getting your pro card because you associated it with that. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's been a hard thing to still wrap my mind around to these days. And I do think that I'll compete again one day, but I also know that I'll never diet again. So I'm really different than a lot of coaches. I hate the word cheat day and I hate the word diet. Like I yeah. don't let my clients use those words. We don't like, we don't use those terms at all. We just eat food and we just live our lives. You know, I feel that in my fucking soul right there that like going through like the body dysmorphia and like dealing with all that shit and then like dealing with fucking diets and like cheat days that shit fucked with my head like pretty big time. So I completely understand where you come there. Now, when it comes down to like you going through your show and like dealing with all that like adversity and like going through everything that you did, what sparked you like wanting to become an online fitness coach? Like what got you started in the online fitness coaching game? So I think that it was about, I didn't see, I didn't know I had an eating disorder when I did, which was the fucked mm-hmm. up thing. Like I had no idea that that's what nobody I'm does. Doing, right? You're like, you're in denial. You're like, I don't know what you talking about. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm a fitness girl. I'm healthy six days a week. That's what fitness girls are like. That's what I yeah. do. I'm in the gym six days a week. I'm healthy six days a week. I'm a fucking fitness girl. But really I was struggling with an eating disorder hard. And so I think it was like probably almost two years, a year and a half after like really recovering from my eating disorder and starting to like actually eat normally and starting to like not work out because I was punishing myself, but because I liked it again, starting to not eat food because I was punishing myself, but because I liked it again, starting to eat healthy food because it made me feel good, not because I thought I had to. So it was like, once I got to that point where I had a good relationship with food and exercise that I really decided like, fuck, I need to help people do this because what got me into fitness originally was wanting to have a specific physique, like wanting to look a specific way, right? But what led me to that physique, physique, and like, I'm not gonna lie to you, like I have my dream physique right now, still to this fucking day because yeah. of that competition. So like, I feel fucking good in my body, but my main goal was like, it was like a moment that hit me and I don't remember what day it was, but it was like, I need to help women learn that they can have their dream physique without sacrificing, like without having to diet, without having to go on antidepressants, without having to do fucking any of that. Because if I can maintain my physique for, I don't know how many years it's been since 2015. Oh my God, like eight years, probably. Fuck. If I can maintain my physique for eight years while eating whatever the fuck I want, then like so can everybody else. Now I want to touch on that and that, cause that's good. I like that. I think mama Casey's probably in the audience right now and she's liking that. Cause I think that here's the thing is like, I think that if you're an online fitness coach and you're listening to this right now and you feel like you have a message that you want to share, like, let me fucking know. Like, let us know right now. Because I think that a lot of online coaches start off like that. They're like, like for me, it was like one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to start my fitness coaching business is I also went through the restrictive dieting like you did. And I also developed an eating disorder. And I also rebounded 30 pounds. And I also was eating into the point where I was literally puking. Like I was eating to the point where I was so full and I couldn't fit any more food in my stomach. So then I would make a shake and then I would drink the shake and the shake would be the thing that filled the food in my stomach. And then I'd puke it up and then I would do it again because I just like, I just didn't have control over I just didn't have control over it. It It's like I restricted myself for so long and for like, and to such an extreme degree that I ended up like rebounding. So I, when I coached, I was the same way. Like I wanted to help people with that. Like I had this message that I wanted to share, but I want you to kind of touch on like when you first started your coaching business, Chris, I I remember when you reached out to me, like you had this message that you wanted to share, but you weren't able to share it. Can you talk about some of the struggles that you had when you first started your coaching business, especially being as passionate as you are about sharing your message and feeling like it wasn't reaching people? 100%. So I think that for me, 
a big part of why I didn't share my message in the beginning was because I was like, I felt very judged by my partner at the time. So it was like, I was constantly being pulled back by this force where it's like every time I would kind of come out of my shell and be vulnerable to something or post something, I would get like in shit for it. Literally that same night, it was like, why would you post this? Blah, blah, blah. That's your personal life. You shouldn't be doing this. And it like, it held my business back for years because it was always like, every time I would step outside of my comfort zone, somebody would shame me for it. And then I would go right back into it. Right. And so it was constantly like this gift and pull and until I actually well to be honest for me it meant leaving my ex but until I set that boundary where it was like I can do this and I need to do this and it doesn't matter what the fuck anybody else thinks because unless they're an online fitness coach building an online fitness business they have no fucking clue what you need to do to build your business and they're always gonna have completely different opinions like I was told even by my business partner now who's my mom not to swear on social media for like so long and it took me so fucking long just to be able to even speak because I naturally just fucking swear all the time like yeah yeah yeah, there you go it was like for a very long time i was trying not to and so like every other word when it would fuck i was like and i'll like go back and i'll watch my videos from when i was trying to build my business before joining the academy and like we were still only hitting like i'm not even gonna tell you how much because tell us tell us you gotta tell them because there's people here that are currently where you were so you gotta tell them exactly so when i joined the 10k academy and i remember brian was still doing phone calls with people that were signing up at the time and so me and brian had a phone call together and I remember that you asked me how much money we're making in our business and I told you that we were making $3,000 a month but I had never even made $1,500 a month at that point not once and I was afraid that we wouldn't get let into the program if we weren't making at least three grand so I was like yeah Brian we make three grand consistently (laughs) every single month I had never made $1,500 in one month online coaching at that point so I was like I just gotta fucking get in here so like I know where it's where you guys are and like we started at the very bottom too I, I had nothing and like when I go back and I watch my videos from that point where I was making less than $1,500 a month online coaching I was like not speaking from a place of authenticity I was like speaking like not myself I was trying to be nice I was trying to be like beat around the bush almost I was trying to not hurt people's feelings and I think that that was holding me back a lot cool I saw you wanted to say something yo 100% I feel like this is a big misconception with all online fitness coaches and I see it all the fucking time guys I used to be that person like a lot of the things that you have struggled with like I've actually gone through and I've dealt with. I laughed a little bit when you're like, well, I lied to you and said I was making this amount when I was making this amount because, yo, literally Don said that during the event. Don Lamb lied too. Yeah, he lied too. A bunch of little motherfuckers, there's a lot of sneakers, little sneaky guys. Um, It made me laugh, but it was honestly, guys, like the same thing. We went through a lot of like really intense times in Calgary based off of like the hate that we got. And I censored myself for a very long time thinking that I needed to like be a certain person and like give off a certain energy in order to like make sure that people connected with me. And it took a long time in order to like just open up and embrace who the fuck I was. And as soon as that happened, then everything took it to the next level because people can see through that bullshit. So like, again, if you're an online fitness coach listening to this right now and you just connected with anything that Carissa said, like, listen to it, open up and be your fucking self, guys, because it will literally change the way your fucking business runs. So Carissa, how did you like, what was it that helped you develop the confidence to finally speak your truth and be yourself? Dude, it was you guys, a thousand percent. As soon as I got into the academy and I was like, I was I remember the one of the first things I said to my mom because it was like a year of like us fighting and her telling me not to swear on social media and me saying like I'm gonna fucking do it and her saying no you can't do it and and then it was as soon as I got into the academy and I was like mom these guys swear all the fucking time and like, <laughs> but their business is doing amazing like I'm pretty sure I can swear online too. Dune's in a tough love once and hears me fucking go off and it's like what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> exactly I was like what the fuck I can swear look at this I can swear and she was like well I, I, I remember saying 
second too. She's like, if Brian and Cole swear, then I guess you can swear. And I was like, yeah. Mama Casey, what's up? She's yo, watching. yo, yo. I know, yo, yo. I know Casey's watching right now. That's she's funny. upstairs <laughs> with my daughter right now too. So like. Yeah, she's watching. I saw her in the comments. She's fucking watching. That's cool. That's really fucking cool. So dude, you were making $1,500 a month when you first joined. And there's a lot of people right now that are listening to this that are at $1,500 a month. So let's talk about like this, some of the, like the evolution. So what was like, what do you think were like the mindset shifts from like 1500 to 10k just believing in myself and like i know that like and i still struggle with this right and it's still like part of the reason why i'm not growing even faster than i am and like i know that like for a lot of us it's like what do you mean you're at 30 fucking k but like and again make sure guys you're surrounding yourselves with people who are higher than you right that was one of the biggest things too is just always being in that environment of people who are doing better than you because even once i started to hit 5k a month around my current like friend situation and group i was doing the best in your in your hometown right like you're like where you're from yeah exactly yeah exactly i was the, i was doing the best it was like all my friends were going to work for like eight hours a day at fucking mcdonald's and subway and all this shit and i was at home making five thousand dollars a month with my kids and so it got like even like even there became easy to be complacent because once you become doing better than everyone around you you're just going to be like you're just going to feel fine and there's not going to be anyone like pushing you to excel and so joining the academy for me was like realizing that like five thousand dollars a month is shit i'm shit and so i think that it was like realizing that you're not doing as good as you think you are a but also mm. realizing that you are doing fucking good and you can do better mm. i love that so financially you've won from like fifteen hundred dollars a month to thirty thousand dollars a month and like well how does it feel to make thirty thousand dollars a month from fucking home doing what the fuck you love to do with your coaching business like let's let's talk about that it's insane like just fucking insane because like yeah i always knew i was going to be an entrepreneur that was always my goal back when i was like competing for my fitness competition i thought i was just going to be like you know some fitness influencer who just posts pictures all day and that's all I do but like actually being like I guess in the trenches and like literally seeing people's lives transform seeing women lose fucking 20 pounds 50 pounds 100 pounds like seeing people go from not knowing how to have a cheeseburger to being able to eat out whenever they want and still lose weight like seeing people go from struggling with their food to like being able to reach it is just like it's so fucking amazing so I think that and then doing all of that like being home and being home with my kids too like it's just like it's unreal because especially during COVID like it was a fucking scary time. And a lot of people were like really stressed about having to get their kids in daycare and all the shit. And I was like, no, I'm just keeping my kids home. And it wasn't even a stress for me because I was able to just stay home with them and quarantine with them and work. So besides finances aside, let's talk about like what this has done for your life. So just like being an online fitness coach, like talk us, I, I saw you uh, showed us a video of the house you used to live in. Obviously you're not living in a trailer park anymore. Like what's the, like, tell us about your living situation. Tell us about, uh, tell us about like what this has done for your kids. Cool. Sounds good. So, so yeah, when we joined and this is actually like, this is pretty interesting because it all happened so fucking fast so like i was telling you guys like i was in a relationship that was really holding me back from building my business so that's what caused me to hire brian and cole join the 10k mastermind is like okay i need people who are supporting me not who are pulling me back so i joined these two were so fucking supportive to me that it was within one week that i was like i don't need your shitty support and so i left my shitty relationship me and my kids had to stay on my mom's couch because my business was still making like nothing at this point so we stayed on my mom's couch for two nights in that two nights i was able to sell my first two paid and full clients <laughs> those first two paid and full clients allowed me to rent this cabin that we rented me and my kids rented this one bedroom cabin in the middle of the forest for one week it costed us 799 dollars to rent this cabin for the week i used my first two paid and fulls to pay for that cabin and our food for the week now we went to that cabin i called up my two friends and i said guys i need your help i just spent my last 1400 to stay here for one week and in this week i need to make enough money for me and my kids to survive 
for the next three months. And they were like, how the fuck are you going to do that? And I was like, come here and help me with my kids and I'll show you. And so my two friends came over and they watched my kids for three days. And I did not look up from my computer for three days. It was just like messaging people, messaging people, messaging people, getting clients signed in, getting clients signed up. And within that seven days, I made $7,000. Yeah! Right? Oh, no, that is, I got mad chills right now. Me too. Like hardcore. Me it too. Was wild. We were like, it was like do or die. Like it was like do or stay on your mom's couch. And my mom's couch already had five people living there. One bathroom. Like we didn't even have a bed. It was like three of us on an L-shaped couch. It was fucked. So yeah. And then. Boring my fucking week, mind. That week in that cabin, my daughter had her playpen in the bathroom because there wasn't enough room for her to sleep. Me and my son shared the single bed that was in the cabin that we had paid to 1400 bucks to stay it for one week. We made that seven grand in that one week. And then that's when I moved to that basement suite that I sent you guys those videos of this morning. So one year ago, we moved out of that basement suite. We were there for six months, just over a year and a half ago. Moved into this basement suite, fucking hated it. But I was able to pay upfront for the first three months of rent and the damage deposit because we had made all that money. And I was like, this is it. My kids had their own rooms. I had my own room. I had space. And so we stayed there for six months. And in that six months, we went from making 10K a month to 30K a month. And then, yeah. and then we were finally able to get out of that shitty basement suite. And so that was one year ago, we moved out of that basement suite and into the home we're at now where I have, not only do I have an office, my kids have brand new bicycles. Like they have their <laughs> own bedrooms. I have a yeah. right yeah. garage. We're converting into a full fucking gym right now where I'm going to be able to have my clients coming in my garage really soon. Like it's just like absolutely insane. Like I don't own a home yet, which will be next year. Like it's on the way, but we're able to rent my dream house right now. And it's going to, year and the other cool thing is now my rent is triple what it ever was but I've never ever ever struggled to pay it and the amount of times that I paid just like struggled to pay my fucking $500 rent or $1,000 rent or even in that like even like $2,000 rent used to be hard to pay and now my fucking $3,000 rent is just I've never had a problem paying it. This is blowing my fucking mind. I do. No, I was not I expecting this over you. I like you? Ass fucking chill. I did not know that. That literally is the most Holy fuck. like intense the inspiring and motivating story I've ever fucking heard in my entire life. Leaving after a week to then be on a couch for three days to sell two clients to then go to a cabin getting your friends to look after you for fun. I'm legit like freaking the fuck out I right now. Jealous, I'm so fucking proud of you. I'm so fucking proud of you. Thank you. You guys like literally gave me that confidence in the first week of the math of the fucking academy. It was the first week of the academy. I was like, look, I can do this. All these people are doing this and so can I. And it literally like after that, it was bam, bam, bam. Change your life, change your life, change your life. This is fucking Carissa Scott, everybody. Carissa, what's your fucking Instagram? People need Jesus. to go fucking show you love. What's your Instagram? At Carissa Scott underscore fit AF. Fit as fuck. At Carissa Scott underscore fit AF. That's fucking fire. Yo, this is fucking insane. I'm like, dude, I haven't been this fucking lit up from a podcast in a while. I'm just going to say that. This is fucking cool. Yeah, I honestly don't really even know what to say. Like, I'm like, I'm like trying to fucking think about something else. I'm just literally blown away because the fucking that is, guys, if that's not enough inspiration to fucking like get your fucking butt moving, I don't know what is. Like, that is a fucking insane story. And I'm so happy that I got to hear it for the first time right now because that's super fucking cool. I know. Me too. I feel like blessed that you 
shared it with us. I'm fucking pumped. Okay, so advice, Carissa. There's now like, there's a lot of fucking people that are mad inspired listening to this right now. They're just like going off. I'm so excited. The comment section is going crazy. One of our clients said, I think I actually got a physical pump from listening to this. So what advice do you have for new online trainers that are getting started? I wrote this down. You're not alone. It doesn't have to be a fucking struggle. Mm. It doesn't have to be a struggle. Guys, I struggled for so long for no fucking reason. And you saw how fast it happened for me exactly. Like as soon as I hit the academy, bam, 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 bam. But like I followed former Kirsten Martell, now Kirsten Mark. Like That's my wife. That's Brian's wife for like a year and a half before I even considered hiring Brian just because I was like, oh, I don't know if these people are real. I saw, I remember seeing videos of Brian by the pool in Bali and <laughs> that actually kind of steered me away because I was like, no, he's lying. He doesn't have a pool, which now you do. And I saw it, I was at your house last, last weekend. You have a <laughs> pool. Like it's all real, you guys. But I literally was like, this is not real. Like this guy doesn't like, nope, that's a fake pool. That's a fake man. He's got a fake wife. <laughs> I just thought it was all fucking fake. And it wasn't until I got on the inside that I was like, whoa, this is real. And I'm going to have this too one day. That's insane. Fuck. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Last question, Carissa. Beside like, first of all, before I ask this last question, thank you so fucking much. I think Cole feels the same way. Thank you so fucking much. 100%. Thank you so much for coming on here and like inspiring and motivating all these people because that was a fucking intense story. I was not expecting that at all. Neither was I. I gotta bring the fire. Yeah, well, I think you fucking, I feel like you set the tone. Like, I feel bad for the next guest I have. Shit. Okay, so any other little fucking like nuggets or like secrets or like the Carissa Scott, like what would be like final closing piece of advice for any online coaches uh, that are listening to this right now? So you don't have to do it alone in business or as a parent, I think is the biggest thing. And even as a single mom, like don't be afraid to ask for help. My mom's here right now with my kid. She she comes over all the fucking time and watches my kids. I call my neighbors over to watch my kids. I'm never... I never feel bad about asking people to watch my kids so that I can have uninterrupted time on my business. And I also have like really been working on not feeling bad about not growing as fast as other online coaches who don't have kids, right? Because, and like, we can use excuses all we want. Like, oh, I have two kids, so I can't build a fucking business. That's bullshit, okay? Yes, you can't hustle 12 hours a day like other people can because then you'd be neglecting your kids and that'd be pretty fucked up. But here's what you can do, you know? You can work for an hour while they're occupied and then you can mom for an hour and then you can work for an hour and then you can mom for an hour or like you know just figure out how to get the help that you need because not succeeding is not a fucking option because when you fail yourself all you're doing is failing your kids damn daniel that was some fire shit that was some fire shit i have nothing left to say except for thank you so much for to carissa carissa for those of you guys that don't know is one of my one of our 10k mastermind students me and cole work with carissa really closely in the mastermind and helping her scaling her business when she joined the mastermind i think you were at like 15 to 17 when you joined the mastermind were you yeah yeah 15 to 70k she's doubled her income inside of the 10K Mastermind. She's sitting around $30,000. And she was one of the first like first five people to hit 30K in the Mastermind. Like, you hit it a couple months ago, didn't you? Yeah. Super fucking quick. Yeah, you hit it super quick. So Carissa's amazing. If you got value from Carissa, again, what's the handle, Carissa? I want uh, I want them to be able to DM you. At Carissa Scott, guys, underscore fit AF. This was one powerful, inspiring, impactful story. So again, thank you so much, Carissa. If you guys got value from today's episode, screenshot this podcast, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at BMarkFit. And Cole, where do they find you, bro? The Wake Up with the Wolf podcast or on TikTok and IG at Cole Lewis De Silva. Thank you so fucking much for tuning in. I hope you have the best day of your entire life and I'll talk to you guys soon.